Hello, everybody. I'm back. I'm back with another solo. I know that I've been doing a lot of uh, video video podcasts, and uh, I've been super busy. I had Mofo with me. He's been uh, kind enough to take time from his life to to join the show. He started as a guest, and now he is uh, going to join me as a part of the show, right? He's going to be part of the show of Pull Talk by Joe. So that's really awesome, and it takes a lot for people to find time for you, uh, especially when, you know, you don't pay them or employ them. And uh, it takes it takes a different kind of person to help you out through your process as, as they see you grow. And uh, I really appreciate I really appreciate the help. I really appreciate all of my listeners and all my subscribers and everybody that's supported the show. Um, it's it's great. The show's doing pretty good. Um, every time I go on to some of the some of the apps, my shows is is going up slightly, but it's going up. The listens are going up, and uh, it's a good thing. It's a really good thing. I think the video podcasting thing was uh, was a success so far, and we're just gonna we're just gonna keep going. I also want to talk about um, one uh, something that I'm going to be doing really soon. I'm just trying to set up the dates and the times and and equipment. So basically, what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be filming a small documentary, and I'm going to also have interviews in a podcast form. And the place that we'll, we're going to be going is a it's a dangerous place. It's a scary, dangerous place. And uh, we need to make sure that we have everything in place before we decide to go there and start filming and interviewing, because uh, it's it's uh, it's kind of scary. I can't tell you what it is. I have to. Um, it's a surprise, so you might want to stay tuned. It's uh, coming up soon. Like I said, just trying to get it, trying to get everything everything squared away with the people that we're gonna take. And the equipment, the video equipment, and all that stuff. Trying to go minimalistic as I can. I had a a few failures on on equipment. One of them was uh, my camera. My camera uh, took a shit, so I couldn't. Uh, my I had to record using my webcam, basically off my computer for the. For the video podcast, and I had to I had to really edit the heck out of that thing for the image to come out correctly. And uh, so I decided to uh, get another camera, and this is going to be basically to film and to record the podcast. So I'm just waiting on that thing to get here. Also, I've been uh, I was getting a little bit of static through the show. So when I was recording. I was uh, getting a lot of static, like a buzzing sound, and I was swapping around mics, swapping around cables, and moving stuff around, and I had no idea that my phone had to be way, like way out of the out of out of sight. I couldn't have it near any of the equipment because that's what was causing the interruption. So I had no idea. I thought that if maybe the phone was super close to it. It would cause an interruption, but it wasn't really close. It was on the same. It was in, on the table where I have my mic and I have my computer and all that, my laptop and my audio stuff, and uh, it wasn't like close to anything. But apparently, it has to be away from it, so it doesn't pick up that buzzing sound. So finally, figured all that out. Finally, 
had that taken care of. I thought I had a bad microphone and bad wires. So I was freaking out for about a week and a half because I was like, I can't record because this stuff is not working. And I thought it was a, I thought it was a laptop. I thought it was the audio interface. And I was like, there's no way, man. There's no way. So finally figured it out. Like I said, camera's on the way. The, the audio has been fixed. It should sound a lot more crisp now. Uh, before, if you, a lot of people that maybe are not uh, in, in they don't do podcasting and they don't do editing and stuff like that. You maybe couldn't hear it, but the people that are involved in all this kinds of stuff like audio and stuff like that, you can hear the small buzzing once in a while. It was like a little bee, like you had a bee flying around in your microphone. It was weird. But uh, it took me a while to figure it out after listening to the show. I was like, what is that sound? What am I hearing? And I was like, oh, my God, no, something's broken. So, anywho, figured it out, and uh, the show must go on. So, I had one of my listeners that uh, sent me a couple questions, and I'm going to answer them on the show. It's um, He wanted to remain anonymous, which... It seems like everybody wants to remain anonymous. It's okay. The question was if I can elaborate a little bit more on jujitsu and why I did it and uh, why I am still the same color belt after so many years. And uh, more than, I'm more than happy to answer that. So I started in 2017, early 2017. And uh, so when I was a kid, I used to box out in the neighborhood. There was a, one of our neighbors was way older than us when we were kids. I think I was like 14 or so. And uh, he was a amateur boxer. I believe he won like a golden glove. And uh, he, was, uh, he wasn't a boxer anymore. He just trained in his garage. And he grabbed the kids from the neighborhood and trained us, right? So we started making little boxing fights in front of the neighborhood, in, in the neighborhood. And all the parents will come out and set chairs out and we'll have a boxing match with rounds and everything. And uh, it was pretty fun. And I was like, man, I really like fighting. It's pretty cool. I wish one day I can do some kind of martial art. I didn't like karate. I didn't, uh, I was like, eh, that doesn't attract my attention. And uh, later on, years, when I was in 28 or so, I decided to try, or I was like 28 or 29, I can't remember. I decided to try this thing called Wing Chun, a martial art. And uh, I found some guy that was a, a black belt that was uh, teaching Wing Chun in his garage. He had about nine to ten students. And, uh, you know, I just didn't like it. Just went there for maybe a couple of weeks. And I was like, ah, this is not for me. I just don't, uh, I don't really like this fighting style. It's, it's, it's way different. So I let it go. And I continued my life later on years I was in my I would say early 30s late you know mid 30s I was driving to work and every time I drove to work there was this plaza and it said jujitsu on it so one day I stopped by and uh, I sat down and watched the whole class it was an hour class and the instructor comes up to me and goes how's it going you ever you ever done this before I was like no I never never done any of this stuff before he's like would you like to try it I can give you a free month and uh you just have to get yourself a key or I can sell you one and uh, you can give it a shot. And I was like, uh, I don't know. So he's like, here's my number. Shoot me a text when you're ready and we'll talk about pricing and all that. Okay. About two months later, I decide that I'm going to try it. So I give him a text, shoot him a text. And uh, I'm telling him, I, I tell the guy, I'm like, I don't have a whole lot of money. And uh, to be honest, so I really can't afford the high prices for 
for training, you know, so I'm sorry, but I won't be able to do it. So he's like, you know what? I'm the owner. I can figure something out for you. Give me $80 a month and you can come in and take, take the classes. And I was like, okay. So I was like, all right, I can put $80 aside. So I started doing it. I was going every day full force. And I realized that I was really good at jujitsu. There's a lot of things that I'm good at. There's a lot of things that I suck at. And uh, jujitsu was one of the things that I was good at. So I started going in full force, watching videos, training myself at home, training every day at, at school. I was, I was 120% committed to this, right? I really enjoyed it. Uh, after a couple months, he tells me before class, he says, I would like to talk to you after class if you can stay. Uh, I want to have a talk. I was, okay. So I'm thinking it's about money. I'm like, well, it's been... Uh, it's been three months now. One month was free and two months, right, at $80 a month. And I'm like, maybe it's time for me to, to pay more money. So I was like, okay. So class is over. He sits, he, we go to the office and we sit down and he tells me, uh, I want you to be completely honest with me. And I was like, okay. Uh, he's all like, where have you trained before and what gym do you come from? And uh, so I looked at the guy and I'm like, I've never trained and he's like, well, I find that hard to believe. And I tell the guy, I've never, I've never trained. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, never done any of this, man. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's all like, well, I've, I've been getting some complaints and I've been watching you. And it seems like you've done this before. And we don't, I don't take kindly to, I don't take kindly to people that come into my gym and manhandle some of these guys that have been here since day one that uh, I've been training, and uh, obviously you have some kind of training that these guys are struggling. Uh, I was like, no, I don't. I, I've never done this before. So I told him, I'm like, what I do is I go and do uh, watch tutorials, and I try to learn them. I try to practice at home. I go full force on my lunchtime. I check the videos out, and before I go to bed, I, I, I just learn about the sport. I'm a student of the game, basically. I'm very competitive. I don't like to lose. I want to be the best at everything that I can. If I know I'm good at something, I put in 120% all the time. I go full force all the time. So the guy finally says, okay, all right, I believe you. And I'm like, yeah, I've never done this. I'm like, maybe I'm just, maybe I'm good at it. Some people are just good at it. Some people are just, takes them longer and some people are just not good at it. And like I said before, like I said earlier, I've there's things that I suck at. For instance, my father owns a carpentry business and, I mean, he can put the piece of wood out there, mark it, and ask me to cut it, and I'll still cut it wrong. I, I'm horrible at it. I'm horrible at woodworking. I suck, and uh, I'm no good at it, and it's okay. You know, there's things that I'm not, not everybody's going to be good at everything. So there's things that I'm just not good at, and there's things that I'm good at, but you don't know until you actually try those things. So I tried jujitsu, and I happened to be that I was really good at it because I, I think more with my head. I'm more of a thinker and... Jiu-jitsu is about thinking, it's about uh, placing the people, placing, uh, it's like a chess game. And uh, I really enjoyed that part of it, right? Using your strength, but at the same time, thinking of what the next move is going to be or guessing what your opponent's move is going to be. So I really enjoyed it. And um, so I kept practicing, I kept practicing, I kept going about six months later he asked me if I want to compete for the school. And uh, I believe I already 
had an episode about this. I ended up we ended up going to Vegas to compete and I was a dummy and I didn't know that I had to sign up online and I thought I could just go down there and sign up and it doesn't work that way. So I wasn't able to compete and I just looked like a fool because I mean I never done this before. He didn't tell me what I had to do. He just said that go down there and and you know this and that and I was like, oh, okay. I figured we go down there and everybody meets up and then they weigh us and then we pay and we sign up. But it's not that way. You have to do everything yourself, sign up before a certain time window. So I was like, okay, well, I couldn't compete. So I came back to the school. I told him, hey, I, he's like, yeah, I know. I didn't see you there. And I was like, yeah, this is what happened. I'm so sorry. I had no idea that I there was a there was a window that you had to sign up, and I completely missed it. He's like, no worries. So I kept going, and unfortunately, I had to transfer to a different uh, to a different job. I was transferred somewhere else, so I couldn't go to that same school. So I started going to other schools to practice, and then I found some people to practice on the side with in the garage, people that were a, a high, you know, black belts and stuff like that. And I just started practicing there, and I just kept going. And you know life changes a little bit, so I, I stopped, I I stopped, and then I I went back. I stopped and I went back. I stopped and I went back. Just you know sometimes, when your job changes, your hours change, and now you just can't make it. So, that's how that's how I started jujitsu. And to answer the second question of the belt color is, the reason why I am still at the white belt is because when when they will come up to you at that school, they'll tell you, "Okay, you're up for a pro- you know you can you're up for a promotion, for a belt promotion, and we're going to be going to Vegas, and you have to pay two hundred dollars, get a room, this and that, and there's a belt test." I didn't agree with that. I don't feel that I should go pay for a belt test. I feel I am still old school. I want I want you, the instructor. I want the instructor to really, really think. And look at me and go, does this guy really deserve another color belt? I want to earn the belt. I want him to put it around my waist when I earn it. I don't want to have to go take a test and go take a belt test and pay money to get a different belt. That to me is not earning my belt. I'm basically going and taking a test to get another belt. I want to earn it. I want to I want him to go, okay, this guy is here, this guy pays attention, this guy puts in 110%, and uh, he's doing great. But whatever whatever the criteria is that he wants me to meet, but I'm going to, I'm going to give him a different belt because he's earned it. I didn't feel like I've earned it, and I didn't feel like I've, like me taking a belt test is earning the belt. So I've turned down the promotions for belts. And that's the reason why I'm still at White Belt. So currently, I go to a gym where they don't do they don't do belt testing. They do promotions accordingly to how they think the student is doing, and that's what I like because they know okay, this guy has earned it. And there's no no better feeling in the world when you've actually earned your belt. I believe that over the years that I've earned it. But I never ask for it because it's up to my instructor. But me paying for something and going and taking a test, a belt test, to me, is not earning it. 
I want it to come from my instructor. I want it to come from the heart. I want him to see the hard work and dedication that I put in it and in, in, into this sport. And that's the only way I'm going to ever receive a belt. I'm never going to go pay and do belt testing for anything. Old school. Give me the belt if I deserve it. It's the only way I will take another belt. So I still fight under a white belt. And uh, yes, I, when I go to some white belt classes, there is, uh, I am obviously, there are some people that have just started and I am obviously more skilled because I've done it longer, but uh, I don't fight like I used to fight before. I used to fight in anger and I used to train really hard. Now I have other things going on that I just go there to because I love it, to have fun, a little bit of exercise and uh, to learn new things. Obviously in this kind of sport, you have to, it's all about learning, it's about uh, sharpening your skill, and uh, that's the reason why I go now. Not I don't go now to to compete or none of that stuff. I just go because I I enjoy the sport and I like to support it. So that's basically where I'm at now. If I can go, I can go. If I can't, I just I can't. And that's just the way it is now. You know, before I go, I went every day. Every day I took I took judo and I took uh, jujitsu. Judo was a little rough on the body. I only did it for about five months. It was pretty rough. I mean, getting tossed around like a bag of potatoes is rough. So I decided to just stick with jujitsu. I did learn a lot. I've taken a lot of seminars on everything, different different black belt uh, instructors, different... Uh, I've taken takedown seminars from ex-national uh, championship wrestlers from college, um, you name it. I've been involved in a lot of that stuff. So I can, so I can learn the skill. Unfortunately, uh, now with uh, different kind of work and more busy and podcasting and all that, I don't. Uh, my concentration is on pot, you know, on my my family, on work, podcasting, and uh, very little time for jujitsu. But when I can, when I have a free time, I go down there and I and I train. And that's basically. That's basically where I'm at, guys. Jiu-jitsu is a good thing. Anything that's a martial art is a good thing. But you don't know if you're going to be good at it unless you try it. I had no idea that I was actually going to be good at this. I thought I was going to suck. And I was actually pretty good at it where I got really, really good. Obviously, I've regressed over the years because I don't go every day. So I feel that I have to start all over and it's okay because if you never know. Maybe I start going more more often and maybe I can finally earn another color belt. So that's how I that's how I look at it. I believe that uh, you shouldn't you should earn everything that you do. Everything. Just like this just like podcasting. I want to earn listeners. I don't want you guys to just be like, "Hey, he's okay. We we'll give him some charity." No, I want I want to earn my listeners. I want to I want to put in the work so you guys feel that, "Okay, you know, guy, this guy's earning my listens." And that's the way I, I see everything. The way I, the way I see it at work, I've, I turned down, I turned down raises, I turned down stuff like that. People are like, "We're gonna give you more money." It's like, why? I don't do anything different. I haven't earned it. Give me the money when I've earned it. Give me the money when you know that I've earned it. Don't just give me the money to be happy or because you want me to stay. Give me the money because I really earned it. Because you really want to give it to me because I've earned the money. So that's the way I am. It's just it's just the way I was raised. It's the way I am. You know, I want to earn everything that I do because, it's, like I said, it is the best. 
feeling in the world when you earn something and somebody gives it to you or somebody gives you another opportunity because you've worked hard. So that's, uh, that's pretty much it, guys. You know, hopefully I answered all the questions for the listener. And uh, like I said, you don't know what you're good at unless you give it a shot. So until next time, peace.